0: Hi, I'm Melinda,
1: and I'm Rafael,
0: and we're the Colones. We are a married couple running a successful virtual professional agency that is focused on serving six-figure plus clients through the US with admin and marketing expertise.
1: We're excited to now be expanding our ability to connect with people through this podcast.
0: Our mission is to provide as much value as we can and offer our suggestions on tools and resources out on the busy web.
1: Join us for real clever topics that are constant challenges for business owners and interview experts.
0: Sprinkled with some laughs
1: and and good good, clean fun. fun. Welcome to Fortis Baselines. My name is Rafael Colon. I'm here with my lovely wife, Melinda. Thank you. And today we'll be discussing (laughs) quality customer service. Something that I feel like in person has been going downhill um, the last couple of years. I don't know what the factors are, but.
0: What's happening, I guess, y'all?
1: <laughs> I guess people are not being paid a living wage or they just have different um, ideals or values. I don't know what it is specifically, but uh, it just seems to be uh, just basic, bare minimum expectations. I, I, those are not even met. So, But anyways, as it relates to the larger topic, what do you think that entails, Melinda? It, totally it
0: totally relates. It totally relates because, okay... I don't know what's going on. I I I agree with you. I think that there's something, you know, psychologically going on with people and they're just like not giving their all. Of course, we're in a pandemic. It's stressful. There's a lot of things that were that's on our mind. A lot more pressure on, you know, p- people today um, you know, just with pivoting and, you know, making sure that we're taking care of our families and all that stuff. But I got to say, you know, there my mom used to say to me, if you're ever going to do something, do it right. You know, if you're going to sign up to do something, do it hundred percent. And I have taken that to, uh, like, to apply to everything I do. I don't just sign up for things just to sign up for them. I'm just, I'm really uh, thoughtful and cognizant about what the repercussions are going to be if I, you know, if I don't succeed or, uh, you know, really be a team player because when people ask you to sign up and do something, they're asking you to be a part of their team. And I take that, I take that to heart and
1: there's no winging it.
0: There's no winging it. And, uh, so when I'm looking at, you know, just when I go shopping in the store and going to the grocery store, like Publix, I get a better experience compared to other stores. Okay and you well know, I
1: agree but even public's not what it used to be a couple years ago it's but not still-
0: but you know I am trying to you know and I think a lot of us are doing this where we're trying to establish a new standard for customer service and I just think that it should be higher like our standard should be at where it was you know pre-pandemic um because we need to do a better job at servicing other people being good service providers being good human beings um, you know doing onto others as we would want to be done to
1: us just basic professionalism yeah punctuality um yeah the golden rule there
0: i don't know maybe i'm too passionate about this Huh. <sighs> but i think that you know, when you go into any business relationship with this mantra, you know, that I'm going to do, I'm going to do my best. Um, and if I'm not going to do it, I am not going to sign up for it. Of course, there's things going to happen. Of course, life happens. But if your end goal, if you're, you know, you really feel it in your core that you could do your best, um, you know, that's great. But if you're unsure of yourself, it it makes it more challenging for everyone else that has to experience that, um, and you know you're no longer carrying the weight um, that you need to. You're now leaning on someone else that has a lot more responsibilities um, than than what they've agreed to do. You know, so they're doing a lot more, and and that's just not fair to a team. You know, everybody needs to go come in and with with their part completed, done well, and... Um, yeah, yeah you know, this
1: can be high school where there's this, not- this one person, it's a group project, only one person does most of the work, everybody <laughs> else posts. This is real life. Yeah. This is professional environment.
0: In high school, I always did things early so that I would do them, like, if we had, like, two weeks to do it or a week to do it or whatever, I would do it as soon as it was assigned because... 99% of the time, I would then go back and perfect it. Because it, otherwise, you're going to be point, rushing man. through it. And then once you get to the end, and you're like, rushing through it, you're just like, well, this is the best that I can do. You don't have any time to go back and do your best. You know what I mean? And just like, oh, I could have talked about this or added this point or, you know, whatever that might be. And it's like,
1: and that you know. could be the difference between an eighty-nine and ninety, or a ninety-four and a ninety-five. You know, that <laughs> A or A minus or A plus difference. Yeah. Difference.
0: But it also feels good. It feels complete, satisfied. So
1: I think that's part of being proud of what you've done, being in a positive way, uh, prideful in your the accomplishments. And so when you set something to do and you put one hundred percent. Even if the task may not be the most glamorous thing, if you're doing it, you have that self dignity of doing it, that and doing it right. The uh, work ethic.
0: There's a lot to say about preparedness, like taking more time to prepare than to do. You know, um, if you're doing a research paper, and I guess we're just continuing with the the idea of this, high school, but you know, if you're doing a research paper, you don't dive into the research paper until you've done all like, your your research. You've kind of taking the time to prepare, understand, establish, identify, and then you write. And, you know, I think that has a lot to do with business as well. You know, I I don't ever go into a project willing, you know, winging it. Um, I I do a lot of research. I I mean, that's why we have our, you know, our um, little survey, you know, when someone books a call with us is that we go and we check you out. You know, we we make sure that you say, you know, what you say you are, you actually are, um, and we take notes and we say, hey, you know, this could have been, you know, this could be improved, or maybe they're in a different in a different world, you know, stage of their business right now, or you know, hey, I want to make sure that I, you know, mention this on the call, or maybe there's something that I resonate with. You know, those are all things that we prepare for before we go into a, a project or you know, bring on another client because. You know, this is a partnership. This is a relationship. So when, as a consumer, I'm not treated, you know, with the same respect, even if it's just a fast food joint, I still expect you to, to provide me a straw for my shake. And that's the only thing I'm buying from
1: you. <laughs> or at least ask, too, you know.
0: Yeah. It's just like.
1: it would to be all. You know.
0: Okay. The only way that I can drink this is with a straw. And you've passed me the shake. And, you know, now, like, you can't get napkins. get can't nothing. You know, usually there's, like, that condiment little station. That doesn't exist anymore. So it's like, okay, so you guys have to provide those things for me. And it's like, okay, someone, you know, laminate a checklist. You know, um, make sure that there's condiments in there or whatever. So that every customer has a good experience. Because those small things, you know, um... They really make a difference. If you don't like pickles, you know you want to make sure that the person um, who's taking your order, you know, doesn't include pickles. Or if you have an allergy to shellfish, like I do, um, you want to make sure that there's like there, you know, it's not whatever it's not cross contamination. Yeah, or all that. it's just
1: those, if you don't know, you can find out. A way to find out.
0: Oh yeah, and and those things that we can all relate to do apply to business because if you say that, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it this way and the way that you're expecting to, right, going back to setting expectations, it's like then I'm expecting it to be the way that you've told me it would be or, you know, or I'm expecting it this way because I have I've bought this service before from someone else and this is how they did it. Never having that conversation and never communicating about expectations, that just leads you to just, you know, feel like the person that you're working with right now is not doing doing the best for, in, you know, um, on your behalf. And, and that that's challenging to, to work around. So when it comes to quality customer service, I think that it's just an ongoing relationship. Um, really, it should be, you know, the term should be different. It shouldn't be just customer service. It should be just having a good relationship mm-hmm. with your customers. Yeah. yeah. And just people in general, you know. Um, cause we are served in so many ways all day long, every day, even, you know, not in person, but everybody that's taking care of our utilities and servicing us and, you know, um, our phones and, you know, the internet and, you know, all of the providers that we have, um, in play, they're providing some level of service. Now, if somebody didn't do their job at the power, um, company, then we would lose power, how would that affect us? You know, like those are the type of things. And, you know, the domino effect. Yeah. yeah, and they've got a checklist. They have a checklist. They know that this is the system they have to put in play when X happens. And they've got a lot of things automated. And when it, you know, I want to talk about automation here.
1: That's the good it, stuff.
0: Automation has a bad rap, man. Automation has a bad rap because it takes out the human side of, you know, relationship building. And I feel like there's things that you can automate and there's things that should never be automated. You know, conversations with a client, getting, you know, setting expectations, talking about a project. Those things should never, ever be automated.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do that with a bot. (laughs) No, no,
0: no, no. And um, things that should be automated are, you know... I mean, our contract signing process is automated. Our invoicing is automated. Um, Although we do double check those as they go out. But, you know, we make sure that... Social
1: media
0: posts. Our social media posts are automated. Those are all messages that we make sure that are done early in advance. Um, You know.
1: And it's hybrid too, because in a sense you're mess putting them putting it together so it could be automated but you don't have to do that extra step that becomes tedious especially we have a lot of things going on
0: exactly exactly you know our our zoom calls are automated things like that what that does is that does alleviate a lot of time setting it up manually so that we can work with our clients more i mean we've seen an increase of what 18 percent in just our time Um, because we've automated a lot of systems in our business and that is great. That's what our customers love. We get to love more on our customers. We get to, you know, bring them new ideas, um, and solve problems that they've maybe mentioned in passing or, you know, that is a bigger, you know, the bigger root issue, um, and concern that they might have. And that just makes, you know, that makes us the superhero in the relationship. And it's not, like, intentional. We're not looking to get any accolades. But we're definitely trying to provide them the, the value that we would want ourselves. Like, we seek out from our, you know, our team, from from consumers, uh, you know, consumer perspectives, like I, as we are consumers, but also in business, when we're doing business dealings with people, Partnerships with people. Um, we, you know, that's the level of expectation we have. We haven't, I have not wanted to take, you know, bring that down. I want to make sure that our standard is that standard, that old school hand standard, considering old school was 2018, 20,
1: 20 2019. But A firm handshake, <laughs> look into your eyes,
0: look in your eyes, firm handshake. You know, you, you know, you just start confident. out a conversation. You're confident. You know what you're talking about when yes. you're talking. You know, those are really valuable. And oh, you know, it's just the unsung heroes and in, in building relationships in general.
1: I think quality customer service. Uh, just think about it, even in just real life, you're willing to maybe drive further down to a different location if, even if it's more expensive, if it's you have better experience better customer service maybe even in the business world you're willing to uh, maybe pay a higher rate for somebody yeah. who knows who you trust who you, you can trust and whose quality and whose attention to detail is unsurpassed even if maybe somebody provides similar service for less you know that the one that's maybe is charging more is doing it for a reason because they have the, the expert, expertise and not only that, so they know how to communicate as well because you can have all the knowledge in the world. But how are you uh, showcasing that for the clients?
0: Yes. That reminds me of a experience we've had recently in the last couple of months. We bank, you know, our business account is at a reputable business uh, bank, um, you know, known nationally. And um, we, you know it was it's laughable um we went into one br- one branch just like literally three blocks away from us and you know we had to make a couple of transactions and get some things done um get you know we're in the process of getting qualified for you know um, doing business with the, the the state and and all that stuff and so we had a validator account and all that fun stuff and everything like that and so we go into our bank um and previous branches you know we've always had a great experience always i mean they're very
1: sunny oh my gosh so great (laughs) very trustworthy trustworthy
0: (laughs) and so this bank so we walk in we're like okay it's three blocks away same bank right nothing has changed um in terms of the process but we go to this bank and this specific branch location and the experience was so bad um Three times, like we gave him three strikes. We were like, okay, all right. The first time, maybe we didn't explain ourselves as good. Or the second time, we were like, well, maybe
1: there were different issues. So it's not like they yeah, there were just
0: different issues, concerns that we had about which the gave process. us an
1: impression that overall there were. <laughs> we worked just, with different yeah. people
0: every time we walked in. We were A working with problem. different people, so we were bringing. You're know, like, hey, you know, we called online. or we called. This is what they told us to do. You know, they told us to come in. Um, in in the uh, office and kind of just handle this in person. They're like, okay. And each time that we went to that bank, that specific branch, it was as if we weren't experiencing what we had experienced online or in our, per- over the phone
1: or it, other locations or other
0: locations. It was so backwards. Um, You know, the team there, seemed that you know as if they were there for a while it wasn't you know it didn't seem like they were new or anybody was new or training but it even to the manager the manager because we had a had a manager because we booked online and then i don't know something happened with our appointment or whatever and uh you know even to the manager level it just seemed as though no one knew what was going on um, you know, you have the paperwork in your hand, you pot, you know, we handed it to them, you know, we explained the situation verbatim, how we explained it to them on the phone. Um, you know, we have the paperwork from the state, you know, I mean, just standard stuff, like nothing, you know, crazy. You can't do anything crazy at these banks anyway, nothing crazy. Here you go. And every single time, every answer was, I don't know, we have to call and check, um or they just gave us the wrong answer altogether. Um and we had we, the reason why we found out that they were the wrong answers was when we, you know, cuz we were thinking we were doing our due diligence and sent those papers to where they needed to go, they would come back and they were rejected because they weren't completed correctly by the bank. So it does you know, it it definitely put a a sour taste in my mouth for that branch, not necessarily for the bank. Cause when we call, you know, they're very helpful. They give us the right information. They know exactly what they're doing, how they're doing, you know, they, they do everything, check all the boxes, but this specific branch. So instead of going to this one, that's just three blocks away, we might as well go to the one that's 10 minutes away, drive time. Um, and you know, once we made that transition to the same bank, Different branch, different people. Um, it was like night and day. It was night and day. It was night and day. Same same issues. I mean, we we went three times. Same issues. We had to take our all three issues to another bank, and they were resolved. And there was no issues. There's, you know, I mean, it's just it was it,
1: clarity. It was
0: so clear. I mean, we yeah, ur- I had a peace them.
1: of mind. We had a peace of mind.
0: Yes, we trusted and them exactly. And you know what that did that made me question the level of customer service that they were providing because they weren't educated on what they were doing and how to get the answer and how to approach customers when they don't have the answer. It's okay to say you don't know. I'd rather you say, I don't know, than to guess at it or give me an answer that you think is the correct answer.
1: Yeah.
0: That is... Uh, I mean, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, cause I like honesty. I like honesty. I like mutual respect. And so if I'm going to be honest with you, I want you to be honest with me. If I don't know an answer, I will say, I don't know. I will look for the answer. Um, I'm not going to guess at it. I'm not going to guess at it. No, no. Because what that ends up doing is that when the right answer comes up, and we resolve the problem. Now you go back and you question the experience. Like, why did she tell me that, you know, the solution was 10 and it was actually 25? Like, why did it take her twice as long to get to the to the solution um, than, you know, anyone else? And that questions the experience. So when it comes to customer service, I'm like if you don't know, just say, I don't know. That is a part of customer service. I, in my book, I feel like it's okay to not know. Um, but if you, if you just keep teasing it or trying to act as if it's a real answer to a problem, it's just, it's going to tell a lot more than, you know, more about you as an individual than, than, than the problem itself. If that makes any sense.
1: And this branch example, you can apply that to the you know, the branch messing up, illustrates or could show a bad face of the com- overall company. So it's like having um, a business, but having a, a bad employee and a bad employee could taint the experience to that client or potential client. So that is why it's important to have a proper culture and have a good SOPs and mm-hmm. training so that customer service is... That's, I mean, at bare minimum, it should be adequate, but we have a higher standard for that. Something that Absolutely. people have, you know, like uh, trust. I've been using that word a lot. I have a lot of trust in what we can do for them and uh, confidence, too, because we're here to solve problems. You know, it's a job, but it, it's mutually beneficial. We solve problems for you, and mm-hmm. we do it with our expertise. So,
0: And let's be honest. Online, Trust. It's hard to, you know, to know, it's it's hard to know that you can trust somebody online, on online when there's, you know, fraudulent activities happening every day. Um, and that's just the the realness of it. Um, it happens in person too, but it's more so online because you know people can hide behind
1: anonymity. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we get it. We totally get it. And it just that's why it rings even truer for us when we are honest and upfront with our with our clients and setting expectations but providing quality customer service is you know it's a backbone of who we are as Fortis VM. is you know what we do and how we do it is really important to us in consistency um in trust in building a relationship for that that's a long term it's not just a one off kind of situation it's we want you to trust us for as long as possible um because at the end of the day we want to see your company grow we want to see it's scale. We want to see that. That is exciting for us because we're service providers. That's what real service providers are about. They love seeing their customers soar. Real service providers, that's what it's about. And um, and that's who we are. And that's what we stand for is good quality customer service because at the end of the day, that's really going to serve not just us. I mean, yeah, yeah sure, us. But most importantly, it's going to serve our clients.
1: Yeah. Yep value before service
0: value before service amen to that well thanks so much for listening today on OVM's podcast Fort Fortis baseline. baseline we really enjoy these podcasts and just getting to connect with you and letting us letting you know a little bit more about us um but if you are ready to take the plunge and really experience great quality customer service go to com and book a free 30-minute complimentary discovery call with us And we'll talk through what your marketing concerns are and build a plan that's custom to your business. And that's going to help you thrive and soar through ASAP.
1: This has been Mullen.
0: As an 18-year corporate brand and marketing veteran, I've learned a thing or two about winning multi-million dollar and billion dollar contracts for commercial engineering and construction clients. And now I'm helping startups and solopreneurs go from infants in marketing to marketing rock stars through my one-on-one private coaching sessions. My private coaching sessions are perfect for the corporate dropouts who need the marketing roadmap to make their first 10k month in business. Book a free 30 minute strategy session with me, where we will talk through your ideal client and how to develop engaging content to get them to know, like, and trust you and your brand. Go to melindacolognecom forward slash spark strategy, or click on the link in the show notes.